And so I'm thinking like, what if some fucker who wanted to fly out to Dallas to see JFK rise from the grave couldn't get to go because American Airlines canceled his flight? He's like, ah, oh, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't farted on camera once, and I've done it many no, times. No, I don't. I will never. I You will never catch me farting on camera. I mean, I would take it out if you wanted me to. I just won't do it. Okay. <laughs> so we were just talking about this, but, well, okay. So for those who remember, two weeks ago, I remember because I was editing it, and I was like, oh, shit, I got to make sure we readdress this. But two weeks ago on episode seven – you kind of had, you had a little allusion to something that way, maybe we can resolve now. Wait, what did I say? <laughs> you said something like, I don't even remember, but you almost let it slip. And then I, I remember you distinctively telling me that you did not want to bring it up until you were done. At right, your, right. At okay. I'm always super paranoid. Even after I've signed the offer letter, I'm always like, oh my God, they could still be like, never mind. We don't want you. <laughs> Girl, me too. That happened to me with this new job. Oh my God. No, no, no. It didn't happen. I was oh. worried it was going to happen. <laughs> no, I was worried it was going to happen. Like, so I you did didn't the same tell thing. me that. Oh my oh, God. No, 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 no. No, I meant like I didn't tell people at my job until I had the signed offer letter. Even then though, like even when I got my, my last job, like you remember, I didn't tell like my friends and family until the night before I actually started because it like didn't feel real to me. And I feel like that's how I am now. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, so, you're yeah. Tell sorry. My little announcement is just kidding. Um, I have a new job that I'm starting next week. Ah! <laughs> I hope you know that when you shout like that. Is it loud? <laughs> no, it like auto mutes you. So I can't. Oh, it does? It's so rude. Okay, well, I'll do a little bit of a smaller yell. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm going to be working for a national organization, which is crazy. My last job was with a um local org and i'm working with our national affiliate it still doesn't even feel real like i got my package today in the mail with like some swag and like my laptop and i was just like wow i really did this huh <laughs> well what's the work what's your title what are you doing um my my title is going to be content manager mm -hmm. um i'm going to just be doing a lot of like communication support in the comms department but more specifically like on through like email marketing, social media. Um, and then the nice thing about this org is that they provide support for a lot of local level orgs. So I'm gonna be providing support for their com co comms cohort, which I was a part of at my last job. Well, I was a part of it, but I could never really go to the meetings, but now I will be going to the meetings. <laughs> um, and the org is Alliance for Youth Action or Alliance for Youth Organizing. Um, C3 and C4. So that's why there's two different names. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. So donate to Alliance for Youth Organizing if you like youth <laughs> organizing. She's starting now, off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and what does this mean come springtime? Oh, wow. How could I forget? Come springtime, I will be moving from Milwaukee to the DC area. <laughs> That was one of the reasons why, well, that was like the big reason why I applied for this job. I was perfectly happy, happy at my last position, but I felt like I was very qualified for this position and it was located in DC, which I've been wanting to move to DC for a really long time now. And you miss Eddie? Yeah, I do. I'm not going <laughs> to call you that. 
<laughs> I do miss my friend. So I'm very excited to watch you play video games again. An old tradition that we had. <laughs> we can see Marvel movies together. Oh my gosh. Can't wait. Oh wait, I actually I was just thinking this since it was the story the other week. We actually can see Doctor Strange together now that it's been delayed. <gasps> You're <Hopefully>. right. <laughs> Honestly, though, if we, even if it wouldn't have been delayed, I probably, because I'm planning on visiting D.C. in like late February or early March. That way I can sign a lease right before my current lease ends so that I don't have to go back and forth to like pick up keys and do all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I was thinking, because it was going to come out in March anyway. So, but oh, it, yeah. was it late okay. March? I don't know. Yeah, it was like the end of March. Well, then maybe I would have been. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, you can say. <laughs> but well, now we can. Yay. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Very happy for you. I know it was a long, well, semi-long process in terms of applying. And then I literally applied, I applied for that job in August because yeah, I was long. in Myrtle Beach yeah. when I saw the posting and I was like asking, should I apply for this? I applied in August, which is like crazy to think about. I don't know. That might've been one of the dumbest questions anyone's ever asked me. You sent me the posting. You were like, should I apply for this? And I was like, uh, because I didn't know I like I said before I was really happy at my old job this was just like an opportunity that I was like should I shoot my shot I don't know I think I just needed to hear it from other people I was like am I being crazy like is this is this too much should I fair not enough. fair enough well <laughs> definitely not too much it worked out mm-hmm. so happy about it um how was your Halloween weekend your Halloween oh my gosh my Halloween weekend was so fun um, I went to a party in Chicago with my friends from college. I hate going to Chicago, but I love seeing my friends. So it was a good time. And I, I, I drank a decent amount and I didn't get hung over at all. Wow. I was really proud of myself because you guys, I get sticky very easily. <laughs> yes. I'll have like two beers. And then if it just doesn't sit right with me the next day, I'll be throwing up. And for that a while that like kept happening to me. So I was like, wow, maybe I just can't drink anymore. But I had like four jello shots. I had three beers. I was really proud of myself. <laughs> also, I had no idea you were going to be Jenna Rink from 13 Going on 30. Killed it. I was super cute. If you want to see some pictures, you can follow me on Instagram. <laughs> At you for really. <laughs> How was your Halloween weekend? <laughs> My Halloween weekend was really great. I went to a harvest farm with nick a harvest farm i don't know how i i want to say just farm but i feel like it was also very harvesty it (laughs) It was in virginia it's harvest season it was it was very fun lots of critters lots of pigs critters yeah pigs. oh that's right you watch racing oh the pig racing just just really fat pigs waddling around in the mud (laughs) goats chickens my mom would have loved it we shot apples out of a cannon uh, just so many fun things. Eight baked wow. goods. It Wait, did so you guys fun. wear costumes to the farm or you dressed up after? We did not. We dressed up after for Nick's friend's Halloween party. But there was also a brewery up on the hill, like overlooking mm-hmm. this farm, like tall, like a couple hundred feet up. The wow. view was gorgeous. It was called like Dirt Farm or something. <laughs> uh had a great farm yeah had a great time and then for the halloween party it was just a little get together i think we thought we were gonna go out and that didn't end up happening but i'm okay with it because i feel like low-key we're at the age where we like we'll have like pre-games or like parties at somebody's (laughs) house and it's always like the preface is oh we're gonna go out later and then like (laughs) the time to go out comes around and everybody's like (sighs) 
Exactly. No, seriously, I was falling asleep on that couch like at 1130. Uh, yes, that happened at Alex's bachelorette party. We were like, we're going to go out. And then we were all sitting around like, we're not going out, right? And then we were like, no. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I was I was just a prince because I got the notification of the party kind of late. So I was I had to be creative. But Nick was David Rose from Schitt's Creek. And Liz, who was throwing the party, she was Alexis Rose. I so they, loved their video. Of, oh, yeah. They made a TikTok. That I filmed was it. so funny. I filmed it. Wow. You're so good at that. And then the next day, we uh, got some brunch and saw a film that I'll be talking about for the media moment. So it was a good Halloween weekend. Lovely. Lovely. Oh, we also played the new Mario Party. It just came out on Friday. Okay. Wait. Okay. I think I saw a TikTok about that. People were saying it's like weirdly similar to Squid Game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, I guess so. They're both like, like some of the games were similar. I'll have to find. Probably. <laughs> I don't even know if I liked it. I saw it. Maybe you'll see it on your feed since we have very similar for you pages. Maybe I still haven't watched Squid Game though. <laughs> but I feel like you've probably seen enough Squid Game content to like know. Oh, you damn right, I have. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I've only watched one episode, and I think I got it figured out. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch one after this. Oh. We'll see. Anyway, uh, okay. should we get into news? Um, yes. Just really one second. I'm not wearing wireless headphones, and I want to listen to you, but I have to move uh, something. Sorry. One second. Okay. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> Hello. Sorry. I was chugging my tea. Oh, you're drinking tea this week. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my vocal cords are primed and ready to start the news. Wow. So we're going to start with the big news that came out late last week. <laughs> Don't know what that was. <laughs> I short-circuited like the Martin Zuckerberg robot that did this announcement. Um, so late last week, Mark Zuckerberg, or the Android clone of Mark Zuckerberg, announced that the Facebook corporate, it's like the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, whatever, they're changing their name. We did discuss oh, this week prior. Okay. Hold on. I what? was thinking that they were going to. So the social network, Facebook, is going to stay the same. Yep. Okay. I think people are freaking out because they think that they're going to be changing the network no. name when it's really just the big corporate name. No, they're literally not changing anything. This is so performative, but they're changing the name to Meta. Again, the parent company to Meta. It's because they're focusing on like the upcoming metaverse. Basically, Mark Zuckerberg envisions a future where everything's like Ready Player One, where we put on our <laughs> Oculus headsets, which are owned by Meta, right. um, and we go into this digital world, and that's where we live our lives. So it's a little freaky, but yeah, I mean, it's like news, but non-news at the same time. However, the bigger news to come out of this, did you watch the video? No. Okay. The sweet well, he, baby race? Is that what you're going to Yes, yes. <laughs> For some reason, in the background, on his bookshelf, he had a bottle of sweet baby rays holding up some books. Oh <laughs> it's probably not his bookshelf. So that gets me thinking, like, did a set designer, they were like, I'm going to deliberately put that there. <laughs> Somebody was like, oh, Mark Zuckerberg makes liking barbecue sauce his whole personality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was a little strange. And the whole video was a little strange. He just acts Glitch. like a robot. He, he glitches <laughs> up, down, left, and right, just like I did before the news. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's that. Moving on. Uh, have you heard about Philadelphia banning minor police traffic stops? No. They're the first major city in the U.S. to do so. So basically, in an effort to promote equity and, I don't know, stop people from getting killed, hmm. uh, in Philadelphia, 
minor traffic offenses. So this is like broken taillights, even um, out of date registration. The police are not supposed to be able to pull over people for those infractions anymore. And instead, wow. you know, like contact them after the fact via phone or mail or something be like, hey, oh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, because there have been incidents, of course, where specifically black men are pulled over for quote unquote minor traffic offenses and then they end mm-hmm. up getting killed because police. So that's I'm good news. I'm interested to see in like 10 years what the numbers are, like how this will impact the community. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big city. So I think it's a good litmus test. I mean, I don't even want to say litmus test. I know that this is a definitely a better solution than right, what right. was happening before. I'm interested to see though, like, because you know, there's going to be people being like, well, people aren't going to change their tails like that. <laughs> so like, if they're contacting them over the phone, like... What are the numbers going to stay the same as far? You know, I'm just thinking like, you mm. know, there's going to be people like, but who's going to tell people to change your tail? <laughs> Literally change your fucking taillights. Other people will tell you, your mom will tell you, the police yeah. are going to call you on the phone. It'll be fine. But you just know there's going to be people saying shit. So I'm interested yeah. to see the, the follow up. Everything will be more than fine, people. Right. Uh, so the next piece of news, news just coming in today that I found very startling. So apparently this happened last <laughs> night. Uh, I'm just going to read the first couple sentences of this, of this story. Okay. So right now, hundreds of QAnon supporters are currently traveling from all across the U.S. to Dallas, where they expect to see John F. Kennedy suddenly reappear on Tuesday night and ordain former President Donald Trump as the King of Kings. <laughs> okay <laughs> hundreds that's a bit shocking hundreds that's, of people that's a lot of that's a lot yeah they spent money on plane tickets in some cases to fly to see the dead president john f kennedy rise from the grave and ordain republican donald trump as the king i don't know where that thinking comes from yeah i'm confused <laughs> i feel like republicans are weirdly obsessed with jfk though I think, uh, yeah, I have a theory because obviously he was a Democrat, but I think right. the the Kennedys were sort of like the closest we ever got to the Royals and they sort of established mm-hmm. this like almost uh, like quantum bloodline sort of thing where they were the idealized American, blah, 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 blah. And of course yeah. it was still the 60s. So, right. and they're white and... So I could I could see it, but I'm yeah. just like I saw this headline. I was like, "What the fuck?" Like I shouldn't be surprised. I guess I watched half of that QAnon docu series on HBO, and I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just wild to me, and it's kind of funny. But I mean, yeah, like <laughs> imagine like having a parent, and your dad's like, "All right, y'all, I'm gonna head out <laughs> to do this." <laughs> also, did you hear about how all those American Airlines flights were canceled over the weekend? Because they were short-staffed. And so I'm thinking, like, what if some fucker who wanted to fly out to Dallas to see JFK rise from the grave couldn't get to go because American Airlines canceled his flight? he's like, ah, I missed it! (laughs) 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 Oh, man. I can't wait for somebody to make a movie about this in 10 years. Mm. It'll be interesting. Um, Anyway, my next story... Speaking of interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm trying to find a picture. This picture doesn't really look interesting enough for me. So, The picture that Ely is probably searching for is of, of the rare penis plant that bloomed for the first time in 25 years. 
I and have lots of questions, but yeah, it happened in a greenhouse in the Dutch city of Leiden. The plant is Amorphophallus decus sylvae, and it is extremely difficult to grow and it blooms very rarely. So when it happens, it's a big deal. Um, I would love to read a line from the end of the story because it's funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> greenhouse manager Roger Van Vucht told Dutch broadcaster, wait, I just discovered a grammatical mistake in this article. <gasps> That's confusing. Anyway, this guy, he told a Dutch reporter that he thought the plant, quote, does not really resemble a penis, only to later remark that it actually does kind of look like a penis. <laughs> he said the name Amorphophallus actually means shapeless penis, but with a little imagination, you can indeed see a penis in the plant. It has, in fact, a long stem, and on top is a typical arum with veins, and then in the center, there is a thick white spadix. I love that he felt the need to like basically describe which elements of the plant look correlate to certain elements of a penis. Like we get it. Yeah, he went. I think people detail. can fill in the blanks. <laughs> yeah. So this penis plant, which is a pretty large plant, and apparently has an interesting smell. Also, it's just attracting all the visitors to this Dutch city. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so thought that was a funny little story. And speaking of funny little story, my last news story of the news section. Mm-hmm. We got another Maryland zebra update. Oh, wait, not directly I need to click on this link. Not directly, but I just thought it would be interesting to conc- to include. Uh, the Maryland zebras were a very hot Halloween costume this past weekend in the DMV area. And the article that I linked, there's just a bunch of pictures of people in zebra <laughs> I'm costumes. I'm looking at them. I love <laughs> somebody put their dog. Yeah, a dog and zebra. Oh my god! So I thought that was cute. And they're still <laughs> the zebra. The remaining two zebras are still roaming free, to all we know. Wow. So let's hope that still continues. I'm proud of them. Yeah. So that's the end of my news section. Well, thank you. That was very mm-hmm. interesting. Thank you. <laughs> All right. On to music industry news. Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Adele released the track list for her album and the deluxe version. And I believe there's going to be another like Target deluxe version with like exclusive oh. songs. I think Target's been doing this now. I don't know where they're getting the money for this, but anyway. <laughs> um no collab with Beyonce. Zach and I were hoping that we would have a Beyonce collab, but that was just wishful thinking. Um, but we do, weirdly enough, have a Chris Stapleton feature on the deluxe version. There's another version of her uh, single, Easy on Me, with featuring Chris Stapleton. So Very interesting. Yeah. If anyone wants to take one for the team and buy the Target deluxe, <laughs> hit me Will up. that not be on Spotify? Um, I'm not sure. Hmm. I don't know if it's a part of like the regular deluxe version or if it's part of this target. I mean, it might be in this article, but let's be real. I just kind of scrolled until I found this, the track. List. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, if, if anybody wants to Google that, you can DM us. <laughs> <laughs> um, some other news. Doja Cat earns her fourth Hot 100 Top 10 hit. Um, her song Need to Know from Planet Her reached number nine this week, which is the highest it's gotten. 
Um, so good for her. <laughs> I really love that song. That's like the song that got me to listen to Planet Her in full. So that is a good song. That song goes, yeah, yeah. I need to <laughs> I know. know well, and <laughs> that makes like what the fourth week in a row I've sung on this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, which we love. We can continue adding to the compilation that I still have to edit. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, maybe I'll do it this week that I'm not working. <laughs> hey, maybe. Maybe. Um, okay, next. Uh, Jay-Z was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this weekend. They had a nice little fancy ceremony that is going to be airing um, on HBO um, starting on November 20th. So you can watch that. There were a lot of different performances. There was like a tribute to Diana Ross. Wasn't Dave Chappelle there? Yeah, he was. That I was. I did want to bring. He was one of the people that present that like helped induct Jay Z. It was LL Cool J and Dave Chappelle, I think. Um, yeah, very weird. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There was a. It was a Tina Turner tribute. Um, but there was a lot of different performances. Um, Brandy Carlisle. I did find a quote from Jay Z where he was like, "I think I'm gonna go cry in the car on the way home." Like. In, out of excitement oh. from being inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, congrats, Jay Z. You're a legend. You are kind of funny looking, but we. <laughs> and you're a cheater. Yeah, you but... did cheat on Beyonce, but you know, you, you've only helped further her career by that. So, <laughs> true. <laughs> Thank you. Also, did I hear you say Brandy Carlisle performed? Yes, which actually is a good segment into the uh, next bullet that I have in the industry, music industry news. Um, again, with the Grammys, like surprising people with where they're placing their music this year, um, Brandy Carlisle is being moved from the American roots to pop. And she said she feels very honored by that, but she's a little disappointed. She won't be in that category anymore. I don't really know. I think, <clears throat> again, it's just because she's like gaining popularity amongst the masses. She was on SNL with Jason Sudeikis uh, a few weekends ago and it was like literally last two weekends ago. I watched it with Morgan. Um, so it was whenever I was in Columbus. Um, but yeah, I don't know, kind of a weird move. It's, it's definitely going to be weird, but I guess if they're sticking with like the popular music for that category, I guess it makes sense. I don't know. I legit don't think I've ever listened to a Brandy Carlisle song. Uh, me and Morgan had to like really Google her when she was performing <laughs> on SNL. Um, and I feel like, yeah, her music is a little folky, but... I can I can buy it. Yeah, I don't think it's pop, but again, if they're not doing, like, traditional pop and it's more of just, like, what's popular, I guess. I pop guess being on, being on SNL would, I guess, make you popular. I don't I know. Guess. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what else comes out with what the Grammys are deciding for people. Um, so, Yeah. That's all I have for music industry because we have a lot to dissect oh. for pop culture. Okay. So I to keep it a little succinct, short. Yeah, that sweet. was fast. <laughs> I'll try and keep entertainment succinct then. Okay. All my stories are pretty face value, so I don't even have them pulled up, to be honest, because I don't need to. Maybe that makes me a bad host. I don't know. Anyway, the big entertainment story for the past week, and you actually sent this to me, and I kind of already heard about it, but then I looked into it more, and I'm still just confused. So the <laughs> AKA sorority, which is like the... Black the OG sorority. black sorority, I think. Yeah, OG persisting. Um, Nick's mom and sister, both AKAs. Kamala Harris so, is an AKA. Kamala Harris, AKA. So, so you know, Mrs. Bailey 
Allie, don't come for me. I'm not talking ill of AKA, but I do think this is a weird move. Anyway, so what happened was the season premiere of the last season of Insecure, which was a couple of weeks ago, still trying to catch up so I can start watching season five. Uh, Tiffany, who's a character on the show, she's been on the show since its inception, and she's been in AKA on the show since season one, as has Molly, who's like the second main character of the show. And apparently, like, the issue is that Tiffany was wearing an AKA shirt or sweater or something, and they didn't get permission to use the logo. But it's confusing to me. I don't understand why there's an issue now, because like I said, they've been AKA, AKA since season one of the show. And specifically, Molly is like a great character, like, like a stand-up black female character. Like, I don't understand why they would have an issue mm-hmm. with, with AKA being associated with her. If anything, I think a lot of people take pride in that, right. that representation. But I guess it's just specifically in this instance, there wasn't like written permission to use that. Yeah. So now the executive director of the AKA sorority is threatening legal action against Insecure and HBO. So I don't know. I'm just reading this whole thing and I'm like, D- I, I just don't get it. Like I would get it maybe if Tiffany while wearing that was doing some like bad thing or negative action, but apparently that wasn't the case. Yeah. Like it's like how Apple only lets Marvel give iPhones to heroes and never the villains. You can always tell who's a hero and who's a villain by if they're holding an Apple device. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I just don't, I just don't get it, but you know, I feel like I hate, I hate to say this, but I feel like the only answer is that they want money. Maybe, maybe. Cause like you said, it's not like it's, it's, it's being like portrayed in a negative way, but I'm not in alpha Kappa alpha. So I really don't know. Like, but that's what I think is weird. What their like, rules are. Or- I don't know. That's what I think is weird. Cause like, like I said, this whole show, I feel like it's been associated positively with the characters on the show. And so to come for them in their final season, I don't know. I just think it's odd. But anyway, moving on, the next entertainment story, the Book of Boba Fett first trailer came out. Me, 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 me. It was revealed in the trailer that it's starting on Disney Plus December 29th, so right at the end of the year. Um, we didn't really talk about it when we were texting about it. I I think it looks really good, like cinematography and the, the effects like yeah. look really good. But to be honest, I wasn't super invested in like the story they were setting up because the whole time I was thinking, well, I just kind of want Mando season three. I don't know if I really need a book of Boba Fett. Yeah, honestly, I kind of felt the same way. Like it looks great visually. And I will say too, like even like the makeup and prosthetics that they've used on some of the actors look awesome. If that's what they're using, I guess it's good editing if I couldn't really tell, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that's very typical, like traditional star Wars is to use like prosthetics instead of CGI for some of the characters. I don't know. Yeah. But I think everybody looked great and I'm excited, but I guess, um, yeah, the story just seems kind of like meh. Like I mean, honestly, we'll watch it. it. Feels like, right, I'm obviously gonna watch it, but low key, it feels like this could have been a, like an animated thing. Oh, that would have been cool, right? Because I feel like it's just kind of like I don't know how to explain it, but I feel like it would just fit better in an animated format, like kind of like the other animated Star Wars shows, where it's kind of like each episode could be its own little thing. 
Yeah, well, I guess we'll just have to see. All I know is that Disney yeah. Plus is going to have me glued to it every week through like February, I guess, because Hawkeye's starting in a couple weeks and then it's going right into Book of Boba Fett. They do know what they're doing with us nerds. Yeah. They're like, we got to keep them fed week after week. It's been too long. Yep. And speaking of Disney and Marvel, so Eternals is coming out on Thursday. We both have our tickets. Obviously, we're going to be seeing it, but very interesting development. Despite the fact that it is coming from a loved and revered franchise and recent Academy Award winning director, Chloe Zhao, Eternals is now the only film in the MCU to have a Rotten Tomato on Rotten Tomatoes. It's at 57% as of before this episode. Now, we talked about this a little bit when we were texting too. And you have a point because you you said something about how there's probably a lot of white male reviewers that have an issue with the fact that they're like barely represented in the film, which is a breath of fresh air. But I don't know. I'm just... I think this actually might be helpful for me at least because I've lowered my expectations. So I have a feeling I'll end up being surprised and still have a good time. But I just think it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I think what's helped me is I've been watching a lot of like, I don't know. I get a lot of like Marvel reviewers or like Marvel con related, like content creators or comic content creators on TikTok, And a lot of them have already seen Eternals and they've been like, do not let this freak you out like this movie is dope and there's a lot of characters that are marginalized but like keep in mind and I think somebody shared like some quotes from an old Brie Larson speech where she was like about 95% of review movie like film critics are straight white men so anytime like a film features those that group of people like they can't really review their own movie because, or like review a movie that's for them because it's so like the noise is just so white male dominated. So, I mean, I don't, I haven't looked at these reviews because I just don't, I want to be surprised. And like you said, I think it's kind of maybe going to like help my, help me be like a little bit more surprised and excited when I'm actually in the theater. Um, but yeah, at first I was worried, but the more I keep hearing from other people that are like people of color on the internet that actually like this stuff as much as I do saying like, I've seen this movie, don't worry. I'm like, no, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I am, I mean, the things I've heard, even from the negative reviews, everyone seems to agree that like, it's beautifully shot, which it always excites me because film is a visual medium. And I've heard that the queer representation in terms of Brian Tyree Henry and his character's husband in the film, there's like actual physical contact and stuff. Yeah. So I think also people are like, that. is the term review bombing on IMDb where yeah. they just like spam it with negative reviews? Everybody's pretty yeah. sure it's the same person that's just like homophobic and is like oh, mad bye. because there's a gay character. So yeah, I'm trying not to let the reviews like get 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 into it. I mean, we're gonna see it so soon. So I'm like That's true. We'll see what happens. I'm still excited. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week. Yes, sir. Anyway, speaking of Marvel, an actor in Marvel, Chris Pratt. This motherfucker got another gig (laughs) as the voice in an animated movie. So Chris Pratt, Mario, is now going to be our new Garfield in an animated movie. Thoughts? (laughs) I actually, isn't he Emmett in um, the Lego movies? 
Yeah. He's like every, why is he the voice of everything gone animation? Like, that's my question. I mean, I feel like it was because of his work as Emmett where the studios were like, oh, he was good as Emmett. Like, he can play like an everyday male character. As if there aren't like thousands um, of other actors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm like, oh, but also I think it's interesting that he's getting more work where his face doesn't have to be seen. Yeah, probably because he's stupid. He's stupid. Well, it's like, it, it makes me think people don't want to work with him anymore after the way he's like changed, apparently. Ugh, for those like who don't know, wife. after he left Anna Ferris and good for her, she can do better. Apparently, especially when he started dating like one of the Schwarzeneggers, I think he's married to her now, right? Uh, they're very. Yeah, I think they have a baby. Ooh. Oh, God. Yeah, they're very religious. So ever since he started dating her, I don't know, I don't remember her name, but ever since he started dating her, he turned to this like Christian asshole. So Yeah, very weird vibes. Um, what did they used to call him? Fat Pratt when he was like chubbier and cooler. Uh, I hashtag bring back fat pratt. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like what him and Anna used to call him oh, <laughs> when he was on Parks and Rec. Sweet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, very weird. I saw the, uh, this TikTok that was so funny where it was like somebody like looking like they were having a crisis and it was like, when you start asking yourself if you're, oh no, it was somebody putting duct tape over their face and they were like, when you take a vow of silence because you're not sure if you're voiced by Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh my funny. God. I was like, yeah, for real. He's literally just everybody now, apparently. Oh God. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the, the last story of entertainment. Do you know who Cal Penn is? You know Harold and Kumar? Hold on, let me look. I know the names Harold and Kumar because in New Girl, that's what Schmidt calls Cece's breasts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Cal Penn is Kumar. Oh, I know him. Yeah. yeah. Funny. So he is funny. Well, he came out as gay there you go <laughs> in the same breath he revealed his engagement to his partner of 11 years oh my god okay wait how is anyone with any level of fame able to like keep that under wraps for so long i don't know i mean that's his prerogative and i'm happy that he feels comfortable enough yeah. to come out now but just good for you calpin yeah. oh my gosh congrats yeah so that's entertainment news welcome to the alphabet mafia the alphabet mafia <laughs> uh, yes sick you gonna do pop culture now oh i'm ready y'all mm. don't even know we have such a good pop culture week <laughs> okay yeah let's let's get into it okay as y'all know hollow weekend was this past weekend so i feel like we needed to revisit the whole celebrity costume things because rich people do have fun on halloween like i'm really jealous but it's whatever um okay so spotify had a huge halloween party on saturday and i'm just like wish i could have just been there to experience that in person because, that would have been fun yeah one of the things that happened with lizzo literally showed up dressed as, she said she was dressed as baby yoda but then her mannerisms were very like adult yoda so <laughs> i'm gonna say she was dressed as yoda <laughs> And she literally sang like one song and then just left. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really love that energy. 
Um, so one of my favorite costumes and people were stopping her in the street because she was dressed as Yoda and they didn't believe her when she said she was Lizzo. Yeah, I saw a TikTok about that. <laughs> so I love that. And also at the, um, at the Spotify party was Benito Skinner, AKA Benny Drama and his uh, podcast co-host and very good friend, Mary Beth. They were dressed as Chloe and... Travis, but Benny was Chloe and Mary Beth was Travis. I mean Courtney. I mean Courtney. Oh my God. Wow. Flop. <laughs> Literally. I know your K's. I know. Well, <laughs> not too many. Um, <laughs> so Benny was Courtney, and he does a really good Courtney, like in his videos, and the costumes were just on point but again rich people have the best costumes and a few years ago Benito Skinner and his boyfriend were dressed as Kylie and Kendall from the Met Gala when they did the matching oh yeah feather like the, the evil sisters look yeah that's was what that they the look like was that the yeah, that, yeah yeah they, they did that look and it was spot on again and they looked incredible um Lil Nas X as as his caption says the I'm not going to say it. Um, the guy that plays basketball and does the classified. Seth Powers. Um, yeah, okay. I didn't watch that show. I'm black. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> what? I do. Watch that shit all the time. Oh my. Oh, you watch it all the time? No, I watched. Oh, okay. Plural. Okay. I was like, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I saw Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner were Paolo and Isabella from uh, the Lizzie McGuire movie. And then one of their <laughs> friends was dressed up as Lizzie. That is just hilarious to me. And then Chloe Bailey's costume. Oh, this Lola one took me Chartier. out. I was like, how? I knew immediately what it was, but I was just like, how did she pull this off? Come See, on. I saw the picture. I think it was on your Instagram story. And I was like, is that Lola from Shark Tale? And then I went to the post and I was like, oh, oh my God, God, it is. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. If you haven't seen it, please go look on her Instagram. And then I originally wasn't going to include this, but I saw a picture of it and somebody, oh, it was Trevor Noah. I made a TikTok that was like, not to say that all black people look the same, but you can't tell me that Trevor Noah and The Weeknd don't look the same. And I was like, what? Like that was the audio over his videos. And I didn't realize his video was him dressed as the weekend and he looks just like him it was so funny <laughs> and wasn't the weekend dressed as michael corleone yeah the weekend hires like a full out prosthetics team every year for his halloween costume so he literally does not look like himself yeah oh wait i didn't look up because heidi klum always does like prosthetics and shit i didn't see what mm -hmm. she was this yeah, year yeah it's the same people that do her costumes that also do the weekends incredible um, and then my last one was Saweetie as Catwoman. She did amazing. And in her video, um, Halle Berry makes a little cameo. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, mm -hmm. God, that movie's got awful. The Halle Berry <laughs> Catwoman. Yeah, very weird, but. Also, a couple mentions that I just mm -hmm. want to tack on. Of course. Yeah, I was going to open, open up the floor. Doja Cat was the mayor's assistant from Powerpuff Girls, the one we never see her face. <laughs> oh, my God. I love yeah, that. That's that was brilliant. cool. And then Normani did like six costumes <laughs> on her Instagram, but she posted one yesterday that I was living for. She did Salma Hayek from From Dust Till Dawn. <gasps> yes. Oh my God. I saw that. Slayed. Amazing. That was a good one. Slayed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. I also wish I was rich I and know. had cool costumes. Yeah. <laughs> if only, right? Maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, the next thing I want to talk about before we jump into the latest drama <laughs> is that I'm so excited. I don't know if you saw, but Jonathan Majors and Simu Liu are going to be hosting SNL back to back. I love Jonathan Amazing. Majors. Yeah, I saw Jonathan Majors and I was like, what? He's such a good actor. He's I'm curious so how he'll do comedy because I feel like I've only seen him do dramas. Right. So it'll be interesting. Um, and then his uh, musical guest is going to be Taylor Swift. And then Seema's going to be with Saweetie. So I'm really excited. We have a good roundup coming up. So yeah. if you like right. SNL, be sure to watch. Okay. Get into it. I know y'all have been waiting for this. We're going to talk about Zayn from One Direction and Yolanda Hadid, which is Gigi's mom. But oh, yeah. also former Beverly House, Beverly Housewives, Beverly Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> um, and this is this is this is what happened. So recently, I believe people are saying that Gigi was out of town for Paris Fashion Week. But so okay, there's been a lot of speculation that Gigi and Zayn actually broke up, but have been like kind of staying together because they have a one-year-old daughter. And so they do. Yes. Gigi got a kid? <laughs> yes, it was like a whole thing. I did not she know was, this. She was pregnant. Yeah, they have a one-year-old. Her name is Kai. Um, so they, they've been trying to like stay together. And I guess while Gigi was gone, Yolanda showed up at Zane's house unannounced for oh. something related to the baby, I'm assuming. And an altercation occurred where... Oh, let me read my notes. Okay, so there was a verbal altercation where... Zane called Yolanda a Dutch slut. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine being called that? Yeah. And then amongst (laughs) other things, he said something. I think they were probably arguing over like, I don't even know. It was something about the daughter. And he said something about like the sperm coming out of his cock. (laughs) This is, all, this is in the police fuck? report. This is in the police report. Stop. And then, like, one of the charges against him is for harassing. Oh, like, so Yolanda filed police charges against him or something like that. So he pled no contest to all of them because he just wants to, like, put it behind him. And he released a statement on his Instagram. But apparently, during the fight, he, like, called Gigi and was, like, yelling at her over the phone because she wasn't, like, backing him up. And, like, he's her partner like she's the father of her child like she should be backing him up if her mom is showing up to his house unannounced but apparently not and then um i guess he also allegedly like shoved her shoved yolanda against a dresser and that's when she like called the police um and then i guess like Zayn released a statement, but he felt like he had to say something because he said this has this private matter has been leaked to the press. And obviously we know that had to have been allegedly had to have been Yolanda. Um, Also, I love that in your notes, every time you say allegedly, it's in all caps. I I really want to emphasize allegedly because I'm not trying to get sued. (laughs) Although wouldn't it be fun to be sued by Zayn? Oh, my God. I would love that. Zayn, (laughs) sue me. (laughs) um so that's i think that's the premise of what happened there's a lot of internet content that goes into depths and theories and like some of the theories are that like maybe zane like did physically assault yolanda but she well not but nobody deserves to be assaulted but the thing is yolanda has a history of being racist and just being like a really weird mom like people have been bringing up old clips from when she was on housewives and like at one point like she asked Gigi if she was a lesbian because she liked playing volleyball. And then somebody brought up a scene where 
this is actually kind of sad where Gigi called her mom and said she was feeling really weak and she's like I've only had like one almond and Yolanda was like just take have a few more almonds and like chew them really good like telling her daughter how to like starve herself (laughs) oh my god yeah it's like really sad and then allegedly Yolanda was super racist towards the weekend when him and Bella were dating and then, like, she does all this weird stuff, like, their son posts, I don't remember, know his name, but he posted a picture on his Instagram story of him and Dua Lipa, and Yolanda screenshotted it, cropped out Dua Lipa, and then posted the picture of her son, and was just like, oh my god, my world, my heart, like, <laughs> <laughs> she's super weird and crazy and does all this, like, weird stuff, so I think both parties are at fault here, but it is sad that, like, their daughter had to, was, was there and had to, like, I'm talking about Kai, not Gigi that like Zayn and Gigi's daughter was present for all of that and like has been caught in the middle. I mean, she's just a kid, so she doesn't know, but like is just like being caught in the middle of everything. And now Gigi and Zayn are like officially broken up and all of her family has unfollowed him on Instagram. And like, Uh mm -hmm. there's definitely like no more Gigi and Zayn. (laughs) Wait, that's interesting because they never got married. No, they've just been dating like on and off for like six years. So I wonder what that like custody situation is going to look like. Mm, yeah, but I feel like rich people don't really do that. <laughs> Except for like Brad and Angelina, but also their kids are grown. Have you seen the pictures of them? Their yeah, kids are like I saw... 15, 16 years old. That's crazy. Yeah, Angelina brought most of her kids to the Eternals premiere and I was like, uh! yeah, some of them are taller than her. <laughs> Literal uh, young adults. Well, not adults, wow. but teenagers. Anyway. Wow, um, thank you for catching me up. Yeah, so that's been happening. It's very interesting. And I feel like every time I see a video, I'm like, oh my God. I just love, I, I think it's so funny that he called her a Dutch slut. And that's like, <laughs> that's like, imagine being the cop that had to take that down. I would have laughed. I would have laughed. <laughs> I would have laugh. laughed at the like sperm coming out of his cock. He, what did he say? <laughs> he said something about like, yeah, isn't, wasn't it my sperm that came out of my cock? Like he literally said that. Oh my God, man. Oh yeah. Y'all know we mean no, nothing, no ill intent, but it's just kind of funny. Like, (laughs) it's so fascinating. It's just fascinating how like, how glamorous celebrities might seem and they still kind of like get into the same stupid fights that regular people get into with their significant others. Yeah. And their mothers are just as crazy. The in-laws cannot be trusted ever. Yeah. Also, I can hear the crinkling. What you eating? Not me. Are you eating almonds? <laughs> Make sure you chew them real good. Actually, my favorite nut is cashews. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do like a pistachio every now and then. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get on to the media moment. Hey. It's time for the media moment. I don't I remember who went first. I'm going first. Okay. You talked about your book first last week. Oh, yes, I did. You're right. Okay. So, have you heard of Last Night in Soho? I think I have, actually. I think somebody in a Facebook group mentioned it. Y'all know I love my Facebook groups. Yes, you do. Okay. For those who don't know, Last Night in Soho is Edgar Wright's new film that just came out this past weekend in the U.S. I am a big fan because he's directed... Shaun of the Dead, Baby Driver, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, World's End. He's just a great director with a great track record. So I've been very excited ever since the trailer came out like six months ago. 
and it's starring Thomas and McKenzie as Eloise and Anya Taylor-Joy as Sandy. And Miss Eloise, she's in the present day UK and she goes to London for fashion school. She's a bit of an outcast because she's from the country. Of course. Uh, so shortly after the film starts she moves out of the dorm and rents a room on the top floor of this old woman's house and the first night she starts sleeping there she starts experiencing very vivid dreams uh centered around this young woman named sandy played by Arnold taylor joy in the 60s in soho in london and progressively as the movie goes on she starts having these dreams every night and more sinister things begin to happen as the nights go on. Oh. And Eloise starts to form an obsession with Sandy because she's also obsessed with the 60s. Like, Wait, is Sandy a music. real person? No, she's oh. a character played by Andrew Taylor-Joy. No, I mean, <laughs> in the storyline, oh. is Sandy just a figment of her imagination because she's I'm having dreams about her? Oh. I'm not telling you that. No. Oh. Yeah. The past and present are linked. I'll just say that. Oh. so anyway this movie is so frustrating because okay here i have a i have a metaphor i'm going to illustrate for you so if you got this really delicious bowl of ice cream and it's in front of you and as you're about to chow down you see a fly on top okay you could just swat that little fly away you know continue on your merry way and finish your ice cream and it's like wow that was some damn good ice cream now, what were to happen if you had this delicious bowl of ice cream and you, there's no fly on top, you start digging into it, you're like, oh shit, this is really good. And you get to the bottom and there's a dead fly at the bottom of the bowl that you know has been in there the whole time. You probably would not think positively back on that bowl of ice cream, no matter how delicious the rest of it was. So here's my problem with this movie. 85% of it is phenomenal. 85% of it is fantastic. Thomas and McKenzie, who plays our main character, Eloise, she's so good in this movie. And it's like her first starring role. She's been in a couple of smaller things. And she was in that movie, Old, that came out this summer. Oh, yes. But this is her first lead. And she's so good. And I feel like she's going to get snatched up by some big franchise soon or something, as she should. So she's fantastic. Anya Taylor-Joy is very good. The music is great. The cinematography is great. Everything is perfect for 85% of this movie. The last 15 minutes of this movie, I feel like the ending of this film sours the theme that was set up for like a vast majority of it. It's lazy. It's loud. And like the ending of this movie, I did not like. And I, wow. when I first walked out, I was like, oh, I didn't really enjoy the ending. But as I kept thinking about it, I'm like, that ending like soured the movie for me because I can't think about the movie without thinking about the ending and how it recontextualizes everything that happened before it. And it's just a little frustrating. So I recommend people watch it, but maybe like don't spend $20 on a movie ticket, like wait till you can stream uh-huh. it. But just be prepared, like the ending is disappointing. Uh, and I talked to Robin about it, who also saw it this weekend, and we're pretty much on the same page. It just doesn't make any sense. So I'm, yeah. Mm. Ah. But again, Thomas McKenzie, fantastic. I'm like really proud of her. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You know, the Oriental Theater opened back up, so I have options in Milwaukee now. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, why'd you bring that up? I guess they're showing it there. 
I actually don't know, but they they are they are showing that lamb movie. Ah! I know. I was like, this is the movie Zach is talking about. Love that. Yeah, movie. yeah. So, and I feel like we used to see a lot of really good movies there. So, yeah. Know, hashtag TBT. I mean, someone might actually enjoy it more if they if they were warned about the ending going in, like that the ending is going to kind of fly in the yeah. face of what happened yeah. before. Maybe they'll they'll be more okay with it. But I just was like. Why'd you do that? <laughs> anyway, what's your media moment? Um, okay, as you can see, I have started rewatching New Girl. What rewatch are you on now? Like, what number? I have no clue at this point. <laughs> but I will say, I was like talking it out. Have I talked about this already on the pod where I was talking about why, like, people would think, like, how people with anxiety rewatch a lot of shows and stuff like that, or like, You've probably mentioned it. Yeah. It's because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So like I was actually talking with some of my colleagues about like Squid Game because none of them had watched it yet. And I was like, I watched the first episode, but it just like really made me feel like super tense and like anxious. And I was like, I kind of realized that I was like, I don't have to watch this just because other people like it. And like, I'm not saying it wasn't good. It was actually really good. And I would have liked to have watched more, but it just, I don't want to feel like that again anytime soon. And so I was just like, I don't have to watch something just because people, just because it's popular. And like another example is the show You on Netflix. Um, that show just really makes me feel like ugh, so weird after watching it that like, like in a bad way. So I just stopped watching it. And I mean, I think it's a good show, but I, I just can't watch it right now, like in my mental state. So <laughs> we started talking about like st- stuff that we rewatch and I rewatch New Girl a lot. And I just kind of like, I just started rewatching it again. I like, I literally just finished it, actually. <laughs> like, literally, probably two weeks ago. You're like, time to go again. Well, I was like, what should I watch yesterday? Like, it was just, I was chilling, and I was just like, let me put something on TV. But I will say it's nice watching something you've seen a million times, because you can, like, do other things while you're watching it. So, like, I had it on while I was cooking, and, like, it's just nice. It's comforting. I just love That's that true. show so much. It's so good. <laughs> what would you do if they ever took it off of Netflix? I would literally, I would probably like how we originally got HBO Max for like one, how we each had HBO Max because we wanted to like watch one specific thing or something like that. Oh yeah. I would do that if they, whatever platform they put it on. (laughs) I would probably just buy all the seasons on Amazon Prime. (laughs) Like I can't, I was going to do that with friends and then they put it on HBO Max and then we we ended up getting HBO Max. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I love New Girl. I love New Girl more than Friends, honestly. It's so I could see a world where it goes to Hulu because it's a Fox show and Disney owns Fox and yeah, Hulu now. So. Yeah, maybe. I think at least I think we have a good assortment <laughs> of streaming platforms where, like, I know I'll be able to watch it, so I'm cool with it. But yeah. it's a really great show. It's just like the dynamics of like the the friends are really great. And something I realized about this show that I do like is that the characters start off like in the earlier seasons they're all like in their 30s at the beginning of the season whereas like in friends they start off they're only like 25 26 and so i feel like the fact that the characters are older to start just makes you like realize that like life is crazy and life doesn't have to like start quote unquote start like when you're young like you have so much time to like grow and like explore who you are and like do dope shit like by the end of the of the of the series like by season 7 everybody has like really had like great accomplishments has like 
tried so many things, like done so many things, like figured out who they are. And by that time they're in like their late thirties, early forties. So it's like, it's just really comforting to know that like, I mean, we're young, so I shouldn't be thinking about this, but I think we all kind of naturally are like, oh yeah. gosh, what am I doing with my life? Like seeing yeah. that show, like I really like that they did that, like made the characters start a little bit older, not older, but like That's a good older point. than some of the other sitcoms. That we yeah, did. they're yeah. like adults. Yeah, like real adults. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you should write a paper on New Girl, it sounds like. I totally could. It's, it's <laughs> my favorite show. <laughs> well, you got to let me know when you make it through this rewatch, whenever that ends. Oh, I will. Well, should we wrap up the episode? I think we've done pretty good today. It's only been about an hour. We have. Oh, you know what? On my the Zoom on my work computer, I realized you can. There's like a setting where you it'll display like how long your meeting has been <gasps> going. And I was like, oh, that'll be super helpful for the podcast. But I don't remember how to do it now. Ah, uh, well, we can Google it. That I'll would be helpful. Yeah, I figured I did it on my on my work computer. I mean, I care, but I also don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it doesn't really matter <laughs> that much, but it's just like interesting to to see it while you're on on screen. It is helpful for me for editing because then I spend less time on it if it's shorter. True. Did you just hear? She literally just burped, but it was like, Ugh. Oh, you sure that wasn't you and you weren't covering for her? No, she's literally right underneath my microphone. So maybe when you're editing, see if you can hear it. I would love to hear it. Her burps are so loud. She will literally <laughs> just belch. I wish I was kidding. She'll be like, <laughs> like one time she did it when I was just sitting with my, like, it was like me and my mom, my dad, we were just watching TV. And then she like came over by us and just was like, <laughs> if you really, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. She also farts out loud. Like most dogs do like a silent, but violent type fart. Shuri farts out loud. Like she'll be sleeping and it'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> wow her and i have more in common than i thought yeah you guys could be besties <laughs> we are besties right right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway should we say goodbye bye yes let's wait i just said goodbye bye goodbye bye anyway have Thank a good night we'll, we'll talk As to you next always, week we love you guys yeah stay Hashtag. tuned Hashtag, Hashtag uh, what you gonna say? Love. Okay. Yep. Hashtag, Hashtag Shuri. Love. Hashtag Shuri. Yep. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs>